Hey there, welcome back. You're listening to Bird's Eye View. Just a quick heads up that this podcast contains material that may be confronting, especially for survivors of trauma. Aboriginal and Torres Strait people are advised that the following story may contain the names and voices of people are passed away. This is jail. Everyone swears. If you don't like swearing, turn down the volume. I never meant to be here, but I heard my little brother calling out, help me, help me, because they sprayed him with a pepper spray. And then I just ran back, got the stick, and I whacked the police officer. Hi, my name is Naomi, and this is my first time in prison. I'm 24 years old. My dream is Pelican. It's my totem. It flies around all over the countryside looking for billabong, swimming around. But most of the time, the pelican don't flew by itself, flew with his family. But right now I'm in prison, I'm by myself. My country's other side. Just bush, hillside country, a lot of waterfalls. We used to go at looking for sugar bait. Sugar bait is like a honey, but they're in a big tree. We cut it down with an axe, and then we just leave a billy can and let the honey pour down. Most of the time, I like turtle. I don't eat Govana much. And Baramandi, Black Brim, but I don't eat that rock snake because my mom, she don't like us eating rock snakes. She don't like snakes. I was just talking to her before I came up. She just think I'm out of control. My mom, she's brave. She's the only person can control me when I'm drunk. She settles me down. She just tell me to do this, like, all this, follow me. Yeah, she said, follow me, do this and that. And I listened to her. She's strong, stronger than me. She can do everything. She's the only thing I've got in the world. Her and my brothers and sisters. 
and my niece and nephew. Alcohol just put you in a place like this. I got locked up because I was helping my little brother. Just drinking BB green. And we decided to go out in the park. And was drinking happy, listening to music, telling stories and some navies made a complaint. Then the copies came and we started running all over. I was, I never meant to be here, but I heard my little brother calling out that. Helped me because sprayed him with a pepper spray. And then I just ran back, got the stick and I whacked the police officer, lady. They just wrestled me to the ground. I couldn't see I was a toxicated drunk. I couldn't see I was a toxicated drunk. My partner came to prison first. Drinking problem. And then a couple of months later, I came in prison. Same thing. My partner is taller than me, good looking, and shorty, bright skin, little time, yeah. We've been together for a couple of months now. Get that catch ball. Only time I see him when he when we go to sport every Friday and Saturdays. Yeah, that's the only time I see him. We have a lunch and then we wait until the master is correct. And just walk down, set date, basketball court, and the oval. And gym, that's where all the white ladies do their yoga. Yeah, and I just sit back and watch the road. And when I see him, I just get excited. <laughs> I just feel like oh, we are out of prison. Sometimes when you want to talk to me, I'm like shy. Yeah. That's all. Uh, don't talk to me, you're making me shame. I say, yeah. I cover my face. <laughs> when he finished working, he just do that clicking sound with his tongue. 
like that. He's just letting me know that he's finished working. And I have to go to the telephone box and wait there and say goodbye to him. I can see him from the telephone box. Yesterday was happy. Because I heard that clicking sound, I was sitting at eight block. And I called out to him and he said, I love you. He said that to me. He yelled out from the other side. Every other time, it was only me saying that. Like maybe he wasn't too sure to say that to me. Yeah. Yeah, but we've got TVO. Me and my partner like different music. But my partner likes listening to Ever Metal most of the time. My favorite song in the whole world is Wasted Years. Because I'm a Maiden fan. It's like the way they dress and the main singer, he rocks. <laughs> they all have long ears, they all have tattoos, they all rock star. <laughs> One beer makes me feel good, happy, like we talk, tell funny stories. Yeah, keep going. Like say we have six pack left. We are all just drunk, but oh, we say, oh, let's go look for top up. Top up means we're going looking for more money to top up and go buy more grog. But most of the time we like drinking at the beach. But we don't mix up with other people. Because dangerous people do that. Sometimes I just fall asleep, drunk. I get angry, yeah. I just start fighting, yelling at people. I start like shaking, yeah. And my body gets really heavy. Sometimes I get dizzy. And yeah, just get puffed out. Yeah, a fight. I was drunk, he was drunk. Yeah, we just had a little fight, and then his mother called cops. They came there. 
arrest him then. I can't visit him because we've got DVO and it's hard to visit another prisoner in here. I don't know whether he's gonna hurt me again. Yeah, this alcohol problem. I'll just wait and see what's gonna happen. He would have to not hurt me again. If he wants me to stay. If he does hurt me, I will just go another place, far away. Nobody never ever heard a pelican. Pelican mind own business. If I'm a pelican, I'm safe. I'm thinking to give up drinking, but it's hard. I don't know, I'll see what happens when I get out. I'll watch my knees grow. Yeah, be good auntie again. Said because I'm leaving tomorrow, I'm leaving my partner behind. I was talking to him yesterday over this great wall. <laughs> I just gotta tell him that I'll leave a letter and I love him. I think the next time I will see him under the year. But my mom won't let me. She'll just get really angry, pissed off. Yeah, but I'm not gonna mention anything when I get out. But if she ever asks, I'll just tell her I was talking to him. And this is my choice. I'm a grown-up woman. I was drunk, he was drunk. Yeah, with this alcohol, this put you in place like this. His mother called cops. I got locked up because I was helping my little brother. I was drunk, he was drunk. I arrest him then. I heard my little yeah, brother. Yeah, with this a little fight. And help me because they sprayed him with a pepper spray. And then, and then I ran back, ran back got, the, got stick. the stick. And I whacked the police officer, lady. They just My country's other side. Wrestled me to the ground. Just bush. I couldn't see us. I couldn't see us. Inside country. Yeah, a lot of waterfall. Drunk. I can't visit him because we've got DVO. And, and I called out to him and I said... I love you. 
My dreaming is pelican. When he's flying, he sounds like this. My dreaming means everything to me. Means everything to me. My country's other side. I want to say thank you to my mom. And I love her so much. This is my first time walking out of the prison. I was asking a couple of ladies. And they was telling me you gotta walk out at the reception, change your clothes, get grab all the stuff. Sit there for like four or five minutes and then walk out. Keep going and you're free. Naomi left Sector 4 ages ago and she hasn't been back. The last we heard, she had a job working at the local art centre and her mum was really proud of the story she told. The first time I saw lovebirds was in a pet shop. They were cuddling up together and little kisses. I came home from work the other day and I found a peewee in my pod. Um, and it was trying to get out and it bashed its head on every window and I had to catch it and release it. Here in Darwin Correctional Centre in Sector 4, we've got a flock full of corallas and they always they always call out, <coughs> like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, <laughs> feed me. We've got the kulu. He seems to crow at night. White cockatoo. Eagle. Owl. Goose. That's the only bird we eat. Duck, coming. Brown duck. Kookaburra. Black crows. Eagles. Pigeon. Plovers. There's like a family here in Sector 4 and they keep breathing and breathing. And they're so annoying because they only scream out loud when we get locked down. Um, we've got this bower bird that sort of jumps around and... The people, country people, know him as the steal it bird because it steals bright things. What's that pink thing? Obviously, you're not in tune with yourself. <laughs> you know, lovebirds, right? Like, I saw this pair of lovebirds one day and they were sitting together outside of G Block. And they look so cute in their orange and their yellow shirts. You don't really want to be locked up on Valentine's Day. I get out on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm just not into the whole Valentine's thing, to be honest. But yeah, my man's in jail. Yeah, but it's all good. I don't worry about that shit. In other prisons, you get a good choice. So, you know, you get a few cards and stuff. But up in Darwin, it's, you know, slim pickings. Might as well just be straight. <laughs> I'm going to be here next Valentine's and I'm not looking forward to the Valentine's cards. <laughs> I don't care about Valentine's Day. I don't care about Christmas and I don't care about Easter. That's just me. 
Oh, I'm so glad I won't be in here on Valentine's Day. Fuck you, a lot of pickup lines in prison. The men, some of them don't get to do nothing. They just sit there looking out the windows going, you in the orange shirt, you in the yellow shirt, you in the green shirt, you in the blue shirt. I've had some say, tell me a story, tell me a story. A bedtime story? Yeah, any kind of story. They just want to hear a story. And they'll sing out all night. You! I used to get called Victoria, actually, because I'm from Victoria. (laughs) Victoria! Victoria, tell me a story. Yeah, Victoria, tell me a story. I love you, Victoria. No, you don't love me. You love your hand, you know. <laughs> or they'll say, as the sun rises of a morning, they'll go, they'll go good morning, Sector 4. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah, you'd hear that as soon yeah. as the sun rises. They're like our alarm clock. So you don't have, a like, a rooster around here? You just have... No, you've just got all the men yelling out, good morning, Sector 4. Yeah, or good morning, Sector 4, beautiful ladies. Yeah. I've yeah. had some say to me, you see the sunset? That's as beautiful as you. And they don't even know what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> I say, where you been all my life? Yeah. <laughs> How's your head? Good. How's yours? <laughs> Is that lump on your head sore? What lump? The lump from when you fell from heaven? <laughs> <laughs> Some bloke said that to me coming on the train one day. <laughs> oh, that was funny. The most used pickup lines I've had used on me in jail is... Oh, you're the first girl I've ever had feelings for. As soon as they get out the gate, they're no longer into women. (laughs) That's why they're gate gay. On the inside where they can't get cock, you know, anything will do. (laughs) If I could redo the alphabet, all I'll put is you and I. On the men's side, they uh, drive little cars around that deliver the food, uh, pick up the laundry... Uh, sometimes they toot their horn when we're at sports to say hello. What does the sound does that make? Beep, beep. <laughs> and then you hear, hi. Um, love you. Yeah, love you. Or me love you a long time. <laughs> or what's your name? You know that song? If you want it, let's do it. Ride it, my pony. So, yeah, if we like someone, we'll go, sure like to chuck a saddle on that. You budgie. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make you push pram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll make you push pram. <laughs> Some of them say, is your name Google? Because I've been searching for you all my life. <laughs> One of the girls was yelling out from here saying, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to the men's section. <laughs> and I said, I will later on. <laughs> <laughs> and now they all got long hair. <laughs> Eagles, peewee bird, dove, and birds that fly around. What sort of bird is that? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, seagulls. That's what I'm trying to think about. Bird watching is very interesting because, um, you know, you might maybe innocently gazing off into the 
distance and you, you look at a light post or something and there's two birds going for it, hammer and tong, you know, and it seems like they're really enjoying it. Um, must be baby booming season at the moment. Whenever somebody spots two birds rooting, we all point and yell like little kids and stuff. So we're watching them and then um, obviously they'd finished and, um, and then they just play it cool like they've never met before afterwards. <laughs> In some prisons, you get conjugal visits. That's when you get, like, they have this little room and you meet up with your partner and you get to have sex in the little room. You see it in, like, US prison reality shows and shit, but it doesn't happen here in Sector 4. I can tell you that now. (laughs) Okay, so it's been approximately two years since I've had sex or bundas or kajak or anything like that. Because I've been in jail and then my partner come to jail and if he doesn't get out of jail, it will be, what's the month now? 24 months plus 10, 34 months since I've had sex. 34 months. One time I saw this boyfriend and girlfriend kissing and visit in prison. But that's not allowed, right? How, how did they get away with it? I don't know, might be they were not looking. We only had one visit so far, and there is rules, but yeah, we just didn't follow them. Well, we did kiss. They got kinky. (laughs) How does one get kinky in an orange suit? (laughs) Don't know, ask her. (laughs) So yeah, this chick, she used to go and have a visit. And she used to, like, tell us when she'd come back that she'd be, like, grabbing on her partner and he'd be grabbing on her and they'd just be, like, you know, doing real hot and sassy foreplay and getting real wet and boner and whatnot, but they couldn't do anything about it. So I find that hilarious. (laughs) We used to laugh about it. Like, we couldn't play with ourselves in the block because it felt weird. But, yeah, she tried it a couple of times and it didn't feel as good as her man grabbing on her. I'm basically a virgin all over again. I don't have visits with my partner. Why don't you get to have visits? Because we haven't been approved and we'll never be approved. I miss sex. Yes, I do miss sex. I'm a Leo. What do you expect? We're sexual beings. One of the benefits of being a gay woman in prison is, well, there's a lot of horny chicks. (laughs) It's very hard for me. Because I love the dick, so there's too many mix around. <laughs> you know, I get sick of looking at women and sometimes I think to myself, should I turn gay or what? Just to get that sexual healing, you know? But I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm too straight to turn gay. Because I always think in the back of my head, nah, I couldn't do that. Or what would my family think? Or what would my partner think now? So I just... Turn the lights down low in my room, <laughs> close the curtain up, make it all dark, and vitamin E is my friend. Attention sector four. Is it pretty hard to have any sort of privacy? Oh, definitely, you know. So me and lived in the same pod, so we could easily do things whatever. Um, but you're still in, in everybody's eye view and stuff, and I think, um, yeah, like your relationship is broadcast. In here, I mean, a lot of people would say, well, then don't have a relationship in this kind of environment, you know, but um, 
it's a bit hard, you know, when I, I'm gay and I, I like girls and I'm surrounded by girls and I've got a strong personality and um, I connect with a lot of people, you know. Do you have an idea of, like, what percentage of the women in prison are gay? Um, in, in a place like this when a lot of us are here for years and stuff like that, I think a lot of the girls are ten, tempted to swing that way, you know. It's really easy for me um, putting uh, my sexual desires to a side because, like, if when I start having, like, sexual thoughts or whatever and that urge, I, I just I distract myself and I think about uh, my studies or reading or something. Like, I just block it out and that's it, yeah. Well, what happens in jail stays in jail sort of thing. So, yeah, I don't know if you watch Orange is the New Black <laughs> and Wentworth. Yeah, so I don't know, it's a bit of a trend, but, um, I mean, it's fun for the gays like me, you know. I love straight women. Are you Ruby Rose? Yeah, OK, then I'll take that because she's uh, Buju. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's kind of like that. I'll have my fun anyway. I did raise at the committee meeting if we could have vibrators and dildos. And how was that received? Everyone laughed at me uh, and it's a no and it would never happen. So um, how would it change things if you did get approval to have sex toys in here? Everybody will be less moody, I reckon, if we had pleasuring tools that women could use in here. It would just take a lot of frustration away. I think the whole dynamics would be different. (laughs) There's not much really I can do about it because I love my partner and I only want to have sex with him. But, yeah, it sucks. But it's good too because I've, I've found out who I am again. Okay, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Joan and Rocket, and we're talking about sex. Tell us about the sex you're going to have when you get out. I think for the first couple of times, it's not going to be very um, eventful because he'll just be like, ah, then it'll be over and done with. But after a couple of goes, it will be um, magnificent. It will be... um, Leg shaking, um, oral pleasing, dick tangling, sensational. I think one of the first things he's going to do is take me out to a hotel for the weekend. We're going to have a dinner, breakfast, and then just two days of sex. Yeah. So tell me, Joan, why you've been in jail for this however long? Like, how have you satisfied those needs? How have I released attention? Um, There's not much you can do because obviously... Your fingers and your hand aren't substantial enough. It just doesn't do it for you. So a lot of the time I find myself just watching or reading exotic car books and movies and just thinking about times that have been and times that will be. But, yeah, there's not much really in the way that you can do. But now I've heard through the rumour mill that there is a new shaver on the buys which vibrates. So it's not for me, but obviously ladies that are going to be in here for quite some time, I'm sure there's been some interest received about the vibrating shaver. So in the time that you've been in here, which has been a while, you've had a few lesbians come and go. What's your thoughts? Oh, well, I've had my eye on one lesbian for quite some time, but I don't know, the, the mood isn't reciprocated, I feel, and for some reason I'm just not good enough. I, I find myself asking, what about me? Why doesn't she like me? <laughs> Who's that lesbian? 
I don't want to name names, but you know, she's pretty she's pretty well known around sector four. Is it taste? No, not taste. Taste is a bit too skinny for my liking. <laughs> oh well, um why don't you just You know, deep down I know she really likes me. <laughs> but seriously, she she for some reason hasn't come to terms with it that we could be wonderful. <laughs> so are you saying that she's a little bit of a slut and she gets around but not with you? I think she just doesn't know what exactly she wants and, and how to get it. But if she knew how great I was, then maybe she would come after it. But for some reason, she's just not putting the pieces together. Well, take some time now. Take some time now to tell us how great you would be then. Convince her if she was listening. I am that great that I could make this person come within like 2.3 seconds of a minute. Come on, I can't even do that, Joan. <laughs> but what about your tongue and your whatever makes you so good? Come on. So my nipples are amazing. All I have to do is grab and touch and moan a little bit and then this person will be like, oh, my God. My tongue, my tongue is extremely long and narrow, so it can get into the fine... Show us. Touch your nose. <laughs> it can get into the fine... Cr- you're not touching your nose. I can't touch my nose, but it can get into the nooks and crannies of everywhere. Okay, I'm just going to show you how it's done, Joan. That's how you touch your nose with your tongue. <laughs> That's a true lesbian. <laughs> and that is Talking About Sex with Rocket and Bojo. Holt's Horoscopes with your friendly prison psycho psychic. Got to get that right, don't I? Capricorn. You're in a great mood and you're raring to go at just about anything. And you realise you're in jail. Your physical energy is high at the muster call because you know there is a soggy sandwich with your name on it. Don't give up. You might want to take a short trip to the office and back. Embark on a new course. Instead of going left and all the way around, go right. The sky is the limit. Also, the fence is your limit. And no running, tuck your shirt in. And that was another horoscope from your psycho, psychic, Tarot Tace. There's a lot not to like about being in prison, but weirdly, there's also stuff you learn to like or even love. I love being in prison <laughs> because my sister's in here and because the chocolate's cheap and the chips are cheap too from the vending machine. Uh, one thing that I really love being in prison is uh, having no connection to the social world, having no technology no social media. It's really good. It's like a detox. I love the fact that being in here is that it's like a renewal process. Like you're recreating yourself in here and becoming a new person when you walk out these gates. I've got friends. I've got my daughter. I've got my adopted sister. I get to have time for myself. Because on the outside I'm always, I'm a family woman, you know. I'm always doing things for my family. Whereas in here, it's like me, 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 me. I don't have to think for myself, I love that. My wrinkles have disappeared because the weight's piling on. I love that. Even though we say all that, I'm definitely not going to miss any of it. 
when I live here. When we hear about our family pass away, we get upset. Some of the things I love about Sector 4 are getting out. <laughs> Will we ever know? Will we ever know if it was all worth it? Hello, I'm Sophie. On the outside, I'm the early morning bird because I'm always awake and always on missions. And on the inside, I'm a plover because the plovers are very protective of their families and that's just like how I am, of my family. When I see the birds in Sector 4, I think, why the fuck are you in here? Out of all the places you could be, you choose to be in prison. You're so free, you can fly away at any time, but yet you stay in Sector 4 and you visit us every day. What's up with that? Yeah, I see the birds flying in, flying out. see the eagles doing circles over the roof. It'd be lovely to be an eagle, wouldn't it? Just fly out of here. See you later. Yeah. Fly all the way back home. <laughs> It'd be good to be free. All clear. Code blue. Five echo one cell two. All clear. That's it for this episode. Next time on Bird's Eye View, we'll be talking about how to keep your faith alive in jail. And you'll meet Amy, who goes to church every Saturday. When I was four years old, I was outside playing with the water in the pool and I fell in. I remember just taking my last breath and just falling down, floating down and looking up through the water and there was this really bright light. You'll also find out about the ins and outs of receiving mail in jail. Um, so I rewrote it all neatly and I posted it off last week. Um, so I hope, oh, I don't know, it has to go through until and they read it all. And so I'm guessing she'll probably get it early next week, I'm guessing. Thanks for listening to Bird's Eye View, the first podcast made in Darwin Correctional Centre by us. The women from Sector 4. Sylvia, Nolene, Kay, Amy, Kellyanne, Bianca, Trisha, Kiara, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Brooklyn, Tace, Rocket, Dan, Jessica, Naomi, Serafina, Julie, Tegan, Joan, Yasmin, Sophie, Jesse, Kirsty Louise, Becky Boo, and Ashley. Bird's Eye View is presented by Story Projects. This episode was produced by Leah Sanderson and Cinnamon Nippard. Johanna Bauer is the executive producer with mixing by Hamish Robertson of Tall Tale Audio. Our awesome theme music is by Katie Baker and is called Worth It. In this episode, you also heard music by Ripple Effect, Cena, Bat Hazard, Sorkia and Johnny Green. Music coordination by Ben Andrews. Jeez Louise, it takes a lot of people to make a podcast. <laughs> Bird's Eye View was funded by another territory government and the Australia Council for the Arts. With support from the Prison Songs Impact Campaign and Audio Craft. 
Everything You've Heard has been signed off by the Northern Territory Correctional Services. To hear more stories from women inside, search for Bird's Eye View wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes.